Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa mawala wa ba'du. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. All praise and thanks to you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Traces peace, blessings and salutations upon our master and exemplar, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. For the last time in this program of Unlocking Hearts, I'm your host, Malana Irshad Siddiq. Allah has afforded us the opportunity to reach number 30, and therefore we are looking at the final Jews of the Qur'an in this program. Wherein we focus on the meanings of the Qur'an as well as focusing on reflections of one or two ayat so as to make us, with the hope that Allah makes us from among those who reflect upon the Qur'an and not from among those who have locks upon their hearts. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Now in the final juz of the Qur'an, or what we call juz Ammah, it contains 37 surahs. Most of these are Makkan, pre-Hijri surah, focused on various aspects of Aqeedah, or Islamic belief, creed, theology, and all of those names. The short surahs of the Qur'an that are commonly memorized and compiled in this juz are very... Memorable. It's suara that we can generally recite with when it is recited, and suara that many of us have committed to memory. Alhamdulillah. Due to the high number of suara in this juz, most of these suara, most of the themes rather, will be summarized in basically a very brief synopsis. So, Surah to Naba is like a summary of the juz, really, covering all the themes found throughout it. Surah Naba or Amma Yatasa'alun teaches us that this is an important delivery of news, in other words, the news of the day of Qiyamah, with consequences in both worlds. The next surah, An-Nazi'at, teaches us how Pharaoh rejected this message and was punished for it later. Later in the Jews, Surah Al-Buruj gives us the story of people who embraced this message and were tortured for it in this world. Allah tells us that the great news is the last day. What are they asking about? About the great news. It's the last day, which is the focal point of this Jews, really. This Jews and its theme is basically eschatology. On that day, the day of Qiyamah, everyone will get what they deserve. The righteous will have what they earned and much more than they deserve because of Allah's mercy. And the disbelievers will have what they earned, and this is because of Allah's justice. Many suad in this Jews discuss the rewards and punishments on that day. In this surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to the last day as Yawmul Fasl, the day of sorting, and shows us how everything is perfectly sorted in this world, leading to the conclusion that Allah will sort things perfectly on the last day. Surah Al-Nazi'at reminds us of the story of Musa and Fir'aun in a very powerful rhythmic manner. Surah Abasa teaches us not to ignore the weak while focusing on the arrogant oppressors, or better still, not to ignore the downtrodden oppressed, thinking that there's some greater achievement that we could get from turning to those who are more affluent. Our message should reach Everyone, especially those whose hearts are open to hearing it, regardless of their material background. Surah Al-Takweer and Surah Al-Infitar discuss details about the last day. 
Surah Al-Mutaffifin discusses the importance of ethics in business and not cheating. It also covers the consequences of poor business ethics on the last day. Surah Al-Inshiqaq discusses the tearing up of this world at the end of times or what we refer to as the apocalypse. Surah Al-Buruj reminds us of the story of the oppressed people of the past and Surah Al-Tariq reminds us that they plan and Allah plans but Allah's plan will ultimately prevail. Surah Al-A'la and Surah Al-Ghashiyah which are also among the oft-recited suwar being recommended for the day of Eid, for the Eid Salah for example as well as in Jumu'ah. These suwar remind us that the next life is better than this world and it makes sense why these suwar are oft recited within the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ in various salahs that he performed. Surah Al-Fajr reminds us about the last day and the good ending of the righteous believer. May Allah make us righteous believers, especially for that day. Ameen. Surah Al-Balad is a reminder about Allah's favors and how to use them in a way that is pleasing to Him, which is the real way of shukr. Surah Al-Shams and Surah Al-Layl discuss the perfection of day and night and the systems of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in creation. Surah Al-Duha and Surah Alam Nashrah Laka Sadrak discuss hope and optimism. Every surah in this juice discusses the proofs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, death and the afterlife. This juice is one major iman booster for anyone who wishes to fill their faith with complete belief and conviction in the year after and increase their faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. However, lessons from the surah should most certainly be taken with a teacher for many of its messages are contained within nuances of meaning rather than in explicit, obvious meanings. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open up the Qur'an for us always. Surah Al-Teen is a reminder that we are responsible for our deeds on the last day. Surah Al-Alaq calls on us to read, reflect and follow the message. Surah Al-Qadr, of course, highlights the virtues of Laylatul Qadr. And we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted us some of the blessings of that night and that we were included among those who found the night. Ameen. Surah Al-Bayyina explains the necessity of embracing the true religion. Surah Al-Zalzalah, Surah Al-Adiyat and Surah Al-Qari'ah all vividly describe the last day in poetic visuals. Surah Al-Takathur is a reminder against materialism and capitalism. Surah Al-Asr is a reminder that our time on earth is limited and we need to get onto the right side. Surah Al-Feel and Surah Al-Quraysh focus on Allah's blessings to the Quraysh. Surah Al-Ma'oon reminds us that the small deeds also matter. In fact, they matter a lot. Surah Al-Kawthar reminds us of the high status of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. The last few surahs, starting with Kafirun, are in a specific order. Kafirun confirms the negation part of the kalima, la ilaha, the rejection of polytheism. And Surah Al-Ikhlas is the confirmation part of the kalima, illallah, the confirmation of monotheism. Surah Al-Nasr, discusses the improbable victory of the believers and Surah Al-Masad discusses the humiliation of the one who rejected this message. These two suar 
are in between the surahs of Tawheed, showing the consequences of belief and disbelief. The Qur'an ends with two protectors, which we use to ask Allah for protection from the trials of this world and the next. The closing surah are a reminder that we are constantly tested and need to ask Allah for protection daily. The Qur'an began with a dua, a dua for guidance. In Surah Al-Fatiha. And it also ends with a dua. A dua for protection. Protection from misguidance. Specifically, misguidance as the result of giving in to the devils among jinn kind and the devils among mankind. Anas. The Quran itself is guidance for those who are conscious of Allah. May Allah make us of those. Ramadan is not a month of fasting. Ramadan is not a month of puasa and travi. Ramadan is not a month of buka savories and buka parties. Ramadan is the month of taqwa. We pray to Allah. Allahumma ja'alna min utaqai shahri Ramadan. Oh Allah, make us of those who attain taqwa in the month of Ramadan. Those who are saved in the month of Ramadan. The Quran itself is guidance for those who are conscious of Allah. And our guidance lies entirely in understanding, reflecting on, and living by the teachings of the Quran. May Allah make us from the people of the Quran. May He grant us understanding of the Quran. Like really understanding. Like May Allah make us from those people who study the Qur'an to the point where we can understand it as we read it and understand it as we hear it being read. May Allah make all our children memorizers and understanding scholars of the Qur'an. May the Qur'an be unlocked upon our hearts and may we forever be from among those with unlocked hearts. For those who they reflect about the Qur'an. أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنَ do they not reflect about the Qur'an, on the Qur'an, in the Qur'an, says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or are there locks upon their hearts? In this program, we've attempted to give just a brief overview of some of the meanings contained within the Jews that we likely recited on that day, if we were reciting one Jews per day. Then, of course, if we were standing in Taraweeh, we... Also, one Jews was read. And then we focused on one particular verse, or two, or perhaps a few in that particular Jews, with the hope that we can walk away with some lesson. Everything mentioned leaves a thousand things unmentioned. Every minute spent here means that we had to spend less time on other things. But the objective was to just make that intention for Allah to unlock our hearts and for Allah to make us from among those with unlocked hearts. Perhaps, Ya Rabb, this is an impetus for us to take it further and learn and never stop learning and send our children to learn so that we can have unlocked hearts and be an ummah with unlocked hearts. Ya Rabbi, beg of you to make us an ummah of unlocked hearts, an ummah who reflects on your words, an ummah who sincerely thinks and reflects and ponders about the meanings of life and what life 
needs from us and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us in this life and the reality of this life and the reality of the next life and how one is but a mirage and the other one is the ultimate reality. May Allah make us from among those who gain every bit of blessing of the month of Ramadan. The ultimate success is to finish the period of Ramadan excellently and receive one's prize at the end. It has been a privilege, a pleasure and an honor to host this program Unlocking Hearts with you. From myself, Mulana Irshad Siddiq, or in my mind just plain old servant of Allah, Irshad Siddiq, and my family, my friends, my loved ones, the jama'ah that I serve, the students I serve online, and the greater ummah. I thank you for joining me on this journey and I pray that you've benefited somewhat. Whatever goodness came therein, it's only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whatever mistakes I made therein, it's from my own weakness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for our weaknesses. Jazakumullahu khairan and may Allah ta'ala accept our Ramadan. Taqabbalallahu minna wa minkum. The Sahaba used to greet each other uh, for Eid. They would say, may Allah accept from us and from you. And this is the dua that we make for one another. And of course, we we remind ourselves that when we when we declare the greatness of Allah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, that this is from the gratification that Allah has placed within us to express that gratitude. For what? That gratitude for the guidance that Allah had given us. So that you may magnify the name of Allah for the guidance that he had given you and so that you may feel that gratitude. So let us connect with the takbir, feel that gratitude, give love to our family, really give a lot of love to your family on the day of Eid, shower them with the love from your smiles, with the love from your good wishes, your warm your warm embrace, your warm uh, handshake and your warm تَقَبَّلَ اللَّهُ مِنَّا وَمِنْكُمْ دُعَا That you say for one another with a warm heart. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the blessings. وَصَلَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ النَّبِيِّ الْأُمِّ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ وَبَارَكَ وَسَلَّمْ جزاكم الله خيرا once again. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.